Welcome to Clearcast number 41. You're listening to clairvoyant Jette Hartimer from Copenhagen. My guest today is Apache Indian Art Reed, and I'm very pleased because art happens to be one of the most important and influential people in my own life, thanks to his fascinating and powerful seminars. I was fortunate enough to be able to talk to him for a while during his visit to Copenhagen in November 2006, where he conducted his world-renowned seminars Clearing One and Clearing Two. Please forgive the sound quality. We spoke in a back room just following the ending of the last day of his course. There is some background noise while the staff was busy cleaning up. The first time I met you was in uh, 1985, where I joined one of your many groups. You have been teaching for many years and still are in different countries in Europe. When did you have your first group in Denmark? Uh, I think it was in about 1983, or, yeah, 83, 84. What made you choose Denmark? Um, that came because a, a woman who did my groups in uh, Berlin, she had a boyfriend from Copenhagen, and she had uh, cancer at the time that she did the groups, and her cancer went away, and she called her boyfriend and was telling him about it, and so he started organizing my, uh, my groups here in Denmark. What will you say is the purpose of your teaching? I mean, what is the experience you want people to have? I think, um, I don't know, if some of the, it, it could be a mix of many things, but I think uh, one of the experiences that I think I want them to have is to um, be more responsible for themselves and their life and, and be responsible for all the choices that they make. And that would be uh, like if they choose to be, um, uh, let's say, a marriage partner or if they choose to be a parent or if they choose to be a friend and so on, that they, that they take responsibility for all the, all the duties connected to that choice. Could you please tell a little about your background? Have you always known that you should teach and travel most of the year from city to city in Europe like you do now? Or did you have other plans and dreams when you were younger? Uh, when I was younger, I started out um, with the plans of being, being an athlete and with the uh, plan already, when I was 12, I, I, I wanted to be an athlete which I was and I became, and then, uh, then to coach, to be a trainer of athletes, and uh, which I also did at the uh, high school and the college and the university levels in, in America. And um, at that time I had, had no idea that I would ever be coming to Europe or to any other countries or doing anything like that. That just happened um, you know, later and along the way, probably when I was about 38 years old. So. In the groups you talk about the expression to be brain-locked. What does that mean? When I say that, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to um, 
make a picture for people. And that's because I, I, I know that I talk a lot in the groups in, uh, in descriptions and pictures because that's kind of like the way I grew up and uh, the language and, and, and where I came from. People speak a lot in pictures instead of in analyzing language. And so when I say brain-locked, what I'm saying is, is that, well, the picture I would give is like, you have your body, and your body uh, is, is there to, let's say, carry you around. It's like a car, that, you know. And then uh, the body is below your emotions. And above your emotions is your mind. And what you think causes you to have certain kinds of feelings. And from those feelings, often people behave. They, they choose how to behave from their feelings. And being brain-locked is, to me, is like that's all the higher you go. That, that your emotions are controlled by your thoughts and your behaviors are controlled by your thoughts. And I say that there's a higher... Uh, there's another step, a higher step, and that is the spirit. And if the people would check in with their spirit, if they would fill their mind with spiritual thoughts, then their feelings would be happy, and then their behavior would be, let's say, healthier or positive or more, more healthy for the, uh, for the marriage or more healthy for the family or more healthy for the, for the, for the person's body. So brain-locked is... When you ignore the spirit, the spiritual part of you, and your your behaviors and your feelings are controlled or, or um, uh, governed by your brain, the human brain, which is not your best choice, as you can see all over the world. You're Apache Indian. Do you see a difference between the Western and the Indian mental set? Definitely, yeah, yeah. The uh, the Western mental set is more brain locked, more out of touch with uh, with the uh, with the spirit. It is more governed by self service instead of uh, service to. Uh, the world, or service to Mother Earth, or service to the tribe, or the clan, the family, and uh, the mental that um, yeah, it's more about me, 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 instead of instead of us, or instead of what's good for the for the clan and the tribe and the and, and the world and so on. The mental set is also, by the way, uh, I, I feel like in the West, the the mental set is to just use the resources use everything up and the the mental set of the indian is to uh, is to work with it to replace it to to use it in a way that you can uh, that you respect it you preserve it you you know you do things like that so that you don't just um, yeah totally use it up Do you see or feel any change in Denmark or in our attitude since you came to Denmark for the first time in 1983? Uh, yes, I, I definitely see a, a change in it. And um, I would say that I, uh, the groups, I'm, I'm, you know, I can only 
not only but pretty much only uh, judge this from the from the people who come to the groups and and how they behave and so on and i would say that they're more responsible they're more uh, willing to work on themselves more willing to take responsibility for themselves more um, you know yeah, more open to learn as well. In the old days, they were, they were much more rebellious. They were much more resistant. They, uh, I, I had a lot harder time with them. But that I also found that that was also true in in uh, America and in Germany and uh, and in the other countries where where I was working. It just seemed like the, the whole world was going through some kind of a phase like that. And. Yeah, the groups in in uh, Germany and uh, Austria and and so on. The yeah, the, the people come there now to to really learn, to find out how to handle themselves, how to handle their their problems in their life and so on. So it's a lot, yeah, it's a it's a lot easier in that way. Now let's talk about something different. You have always had a lot of success in your job. And you have had thousands and thousands of people joining your groups without spending any money or time on advertising or giving interviews. Why do you think that is? I think the real answer is, if that's what you want to hear, <laughs> is that um, years ago I worked for some companies in America and they seemed to pressure the people a lot to... Um, to uh, put their friends in the groups and so on. And that is one part that I, I really didn't like. And they also, um, let's say, wanted to hold people accountable for uh, how many people were in the groups. And I, when I started, I made an agreement with my boss that I was going to be real. I was going to be uh, convincing enough in myself that the people who came to the groups would, they would feel that, they would get that, and that I would be the only one responsible for how many people were in the groups. That, I just said, it's, it's on me. If, if the people uh, feel that I'm, that I'm doing my job, that I'm telling them the truth, that it's really helpful, they will, um, uh, what do you call it, they will tell their friends that they should come to the to the group by word of mouth or by their by the way that they live their life and if not i have nobody else to blame but myself and part of part of that agreement was that i made with my boss was that i was going to be doing his work and it was his promise to support that or not so i said you want the people to hear about you you send them in the groups, at the end of the groups, I tell the people, don't pressure your friends to come in here. Go out there and, and put these things to, uh, to work in your life, and then your friends are going to say, where did you learn that? Or they're going to they're going to want it. And that's that's the way I've just lived, lived it. And the people, word of mouth, put them in there. So for me, that's like saying, I, uh, that I demand from myself excellence every time I do the group. Therefore, I cannot, uh, let's say, lie to somebody about uh, this would be the right thing to do or that would be the right thing to do. I have to hold the line. 
Do you believe that we all have a purpose in life and when we realize that and put time and effort in fulfilling this, then the universe will support us and guide us? Yes. I believe that um, everybody has a purpose in life, for sure. And, uh, I mean, who else would give us the purpose in life besides the universe? Okay? And so, if we're in that, if we choose to go into that, to me it's just common sense that the universe would support us in it. Okay? I think one of the big problems is, is that a lot of the people want to have Uh, let's say a, a different purpose in life or a bigger purpose in life and they forget or they miss or they uh, resist the purpose in life for example of being a good person and at the same time being a good uh, marriage partner and at the same time being a, a, a good worker and at the same time being a good mother or father and, and so on these are also purposes in life Okay, and at the same time, you can also have, let's call it, a, a higher purpose in life, or let's say you're calling, and uh, if you if you fulfill all those um, requirements or whatever you want to call it, then I say that the universe is going to support you as a human being, as a, uh, on the job, as a friend, as a as a marriage partner, as a parent. And uh, and then of course, your let's call it your your big calling from from God about what you should do for the world. How do I know for sure what my purpose is? Well, um, I would say that you have uh, several tips and several tools. One one tip that you could look at for uh, for finding your purpose in life is, is uh, your talents because I believe your talents uh, come from my boss and those talents are not there for you just to play with and just you know in your free time and your hobbies but those talents are for you to use okay and you're supposed to be for example you're supposed to be the, um, the good caretaker of the resources that have been given to you okay Not, not simply just your intellect, and a lot of people don't even use that, but also your other other talents that are there for you to um, to create a, a happier and a healthier and a longer life. So, by using those and going into those, I say that you you get closer to your to your purpose in life. And then, of course, another real big step in there has to do with with uh, praying okay by praying and listening okay that you pray you listen to the answers and then of course the biggest step is to obey okay that's what I've told the people for years they say Art how do you do it and I just tell them you know I pray and I obey sometimes Against my will, <laughs> I have to say, against my will, you know, it's not like I don't, I feel like, oh, I don't want to do this, but I pray and I obey. And then later on, I see the wisdom in it, or I see the, I gain, the, I gain uh, let's say, God's knowledge in, in the thing, which he also promises me, okay? 
if I obey, if I follow his commands, and so on, I can come to his knowledge. So that's what I hold in front of me when I'm in resistance sometimes. You know, I mean, sometimes I'm in resistance because I, I have such fear to do something, something new or change or something like that, which I think everybody does. But I, I, I look at it and I say, okay, then there must be some sense in this that I don't see. And I, you know, I go along with it. And um, then later I come up with the, with the sense in it. And part of that, by the way, is the reason I'm here. Because it seems like I got cornered uh, in, in, in 1980, between 80 and 83, for about three years I was really cornered. And uh, it just looked like the moment I made the decision to come to Europe, it's like, just like, boom, everything just opened up. And I was not just in the, the flow of a little creek, I was in the flow of a tidal wave or something. And so, yeah, that's, and I had resistance. I had fear. I didn't know languages. I didn't, you know, there was a lot of that kind of stuff. And I, I, I was risking and, and so on. But, you know, when I did it, it just opened up and was easy. Lots of people are talking about how stressed they are. But I have noticed that many people with a lot of success are happy, healthy, can easily work about 12, 12 hours a day and they never complain about stress. And I know that you work about 80 hours per week, sleep six hours per night, and are constantly getting new ideas for your work and, <coughs> and personal development. You create time for your hobbies, family and friends. You're 64 years old and you're still going strong. What is your explanation for this? Um, boy, I would have to say my explanation is that, um, I mean, to put it real short, would be I have never worked. I feel like I have never worked a day in my life. I feel like I, ha I play so hard at what I love to do that people pay me for it. So for me, it's like, I get up in the morning and I say, you know, it's for example, I go, wow, let's see what the what the people are going to do today and let's see what I can learn and how I can do this and how I can serve the people and and then from doing that I get new ideas. I mean, the people tell me uh they ask me certain questions and uh, in Berlin and maybe in Cologne and and then here and so on and I say What's needed is a talk about, let's say, hope and faith and love. And then I'm all excited to go check into it. And it's just easy for me to, I'm not too easy, I mean, it's work, but it, on the same time, I'm interested in doing it. I'm, I'm excited, I'm inspired. And so then I do that work and I do that. And then it just happens that the, that the economy is down in Europe. And so then I say, oh, that would be another good thing to find out what uh, what uh, God says about how to have a personally good economy and this and this. So then I, I go create that talk and I go, I, I don't know, I'm just interested in a lot of things. And uh, it just seems like almost all the hobbies I've ever had in, in my life have turned out in, I, I incorporate them in my 
in my groups or in my business and I end up making money from my hobbies because I just I love it you know the other thing is that I I um, I go into it 100% it's not like I, I go to go to work in resistance it's not like I like I love it every day and every moment I mean there are times when I when I have a hard time but I mean it's like I um yeah, I demand excellence from myself, and I and I jump in one hundred percent. And another important thing is, I make it important to me. And I think when the people feel that what I'm telling them is important to me, they make it important to themselves. And I, I just that's what I that's what I've learned. I just think the people get it that. Um, living correctly, living right, being, uh, you know, living your life in a, in, a, in a loving way and so on is important. I think that's part of it, part of the key. Some people get a lot of ideas but haven't the time to create or manifest all of them and I think you also maybe have this problem uh, how shall they choose or how first of all I say people do have the time okay because what I have seen and I think what I've seen over the years is people have time for what they feel is important that's number one number two is people have the money for what they feel is important so when people tell me I don't have the time, I'm just saying, you know, I'm thinking or saying that uh, if you don't, if you honestly don't have the time, then it's not important enough. So forget it for now, for now. But uh, because if it was important enough to you, you would create the time. You would take the time away from something else or do something else. So. I know at times in my life I've been uh, very, very interested in, in uh, let's say, chess. And I spent a lot of time and energy on chess. But the moment, let's say, something else came up, I could, and I thought, thought it was more important at that time, I had very little time for chess. It's not that I wasn't interested or I gave up on it or something, but I said, right now I, have to, I want to concentrate on this. This is, this is more important. So then I just did that. So... Yeah, that, that would be my answer. If you, if you make it important, you'll create the time and the space. You'll just maybe stop watching television or you'll stop jogging so much. And or, you know, some, It's not always bad things that you leave out, you know, but you'll, you'll create the time for it when, when it's important. If you could choose one lesson that people should have or learn, which one should that be? I heard my grandmother say often that if she could make uh, or invent, that's not how she said it, but that's what it comes down to, if she could make or invent one pill, well, I think she put it in the way of cook one soup or something for everybody to, 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 to sip on or to drink or something, that would be the, the, a pill 
so that everybody would care. That she always said, nobody cares. People don't care about themselves. They don't care about their family. They don't care about their, 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 their partner. They don't care about the world. They don't care about a lot of things. Just that. So I kind of, and I kind of see that, that uh, if people would care more about themselves and care more about their, their family and their partner and their job and their country and, and about the earth and all those things, we would live different. We would be different. Uh, thank you for your time for this interview. Clearcast will be back next week with a new guest. Thank you for listening.